Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. Hey there, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. Okay. Today, guys, we are going to go in a direction that maybe you wouldn't expect because surprise, surprise, (laughs) plot twist, Mm -hmm. um, except not really. If you have been um, following us for a while, if you've listened to previous episodes, or if you are one of our CCA students, um, you will know that one of our our key tenants, one of golden rule (laughs) um, is that you should not choose a niche when you were first getting started. And I think we have a whole big long episode about it. So we'll link it in the show notes. In a nutshell, you don't know enough about when you're when you're first getting started, you don't know about enough about what industries you want to be in and and uh, what you're going to like and all that kind of thing. And on what top of the fact, you want to write what in. mediums you want to write in. And on top of the fact that it artificially narrows your opportunities when it's totally unnecessary. So uh, if you have any questions about that at all, go back and take a a listen to that episode. It's a good one. Uh, But today we are going to talk about when you could break the niche rule. Um, If If we had sound effects. Yeah, if you want to. If we had sound (laughs) effects. (laughs) Yes. Um, You are our sound effects. Uh, You're like that guy in the Police Academy movies. Um, so I guess the question is, Kate, when and why would you break that niche rule, our niche rule? Great question. And to be clear, you don't have to break it if you don't want to. You, Nikki and I have never decided to niche just because we like the variety. We like doing different things and it helps clients who are like, Hey, can you do this too? And you're like, yeah, absolutely. You know, if you only do emails and then the client wants other things, which many clients want other things beyond emails, then Mm -hmm. it's nice for them to be able to go to one person and just get all of that. But to answer your question, when and why would you do it? After you've got 
a decent amount of experience. And what is a decent amount of experience? I would say you've worked with clients for over at least a year of working with clients. Mm -hmm. If you want to put kind of a timeline on it, you don't necessarily, it might be longer for some people and some people might take frankly, two, three, four or five years before they decide that they actually want to niche just because you only have so many clients in a month, so many clients in a year that you don't necessarily gain more experience to know that that's ultimately what you want to settle down and do. So use that with a big giant grain of salt, like a, Mm -hmm. like a hope diamond size grain of salt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know, to, to mix metaphors a little bit, you kind of have to play the client field to -hmm. know what you want, right? Like one of the reasons that we, as I was just saying, that we advocate not choosing a niche right away is because when you're brand new to copywriting, you don't know what kinds of clients you want to work with, what industries you want to work in, you what types of projects you want to write. Um, and, you know, you may have an idea in your head. And so I have definitely worked with people who have kind of romanticized ideas of like, oh, I want to work in the fashion industry or mm-hmm. I want to do this. But doing anything, doing a, in any industry where you're doing just that can be, um, can get boring eventually. It can lead to burnout, quite frankly. It can lead to burnout, exactly. Um, so you really want to have a good idea. You want to spend some time working in that. If it's an industry, you want to spend some time working, writing for that industry for several different kinds of clients like in that a, industry. Yeah. Yes. And, or if you want to, you think you want to niche by choosing a, a type of writing to do, you know, like as Kate was saying, maybe email funnels or maybe websites or whatever, then you want to do that for a couple of different types of clients before you decide that you want to do it. Um, but you, you have to have broad experience in it before you can choose that niche. Um, Because the thing is, is when you choose a niche, it's not just, okay, well, this is what I do now. It's you're going to need to, because by truly choosing a niche, you are saying, this is what I do and nothing else. And that's Mm -hmm. part of why it's such a problem when you're a new copywriter. Because when you say, this is all I'm doing and nothing else, somebody else comes to your website and wants to hire you for something else they're, they're going to think that you, you won't do it, maybe even if maybe you would. But so when you decide to, to go all in on a niche, you're going to have to revamp your website. You're going to have to revamp any marketing materials. You may have to go back and kind of make some changes to your social media strategy, all of that kind of your thing. Pitch so pitch list starts to your narrow. Pitch list, exact. That's a great point, Kate. All when you Before, when you were making lists of all the different companies that you could write for, that's obviously, well, it, that's going to change to some degree, depending on exactly how you, you niche. Um, but it's, it's, it's going to be an overhaul of the way that you are marketing yourself. So it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to rewrite your website, potentially redesign it, change out all of your samples. Because remember, if that's your niche, you want all of your samples on your website to show, to be samples of work that you've done in that niche. Mm-hmm. It, it takes it takes some it takes some effort to do that. So you do want to be now. Can you undo it? Yeah, absolutely. Of course you can. If you are in a niche, or, or you say, "All right, this is what it's going to be." You change over your website and you change over everything, and then six months later, you go, "Ooh, I do not want to do this." Can you go back? Yes, absolutely. Nothing is written in stone. But there's also then going to be that same change six months later. You're going to have to change your website back, change all your samples, change your social media, change all of that kind of thing. So it's not written in stone, but you do want to 
make it, it should be a deliberate and well thought out choice before you decide to do it. Mm -hmm. And I want to underscore the point you made earlier of trying with several different clients within an industry or several different, you know, doing projects in the same medium that you want to potentially niche, niche in with several different types of clients across industries in that case. Because I'm going to use my uh, uh, tip, a system, I guess, a system that my husband uses, um, credit to him, uh, mm -hmm. in terms of restaurants. I may have used this before on the podcast, but if he tries a dish that he's never tried before, I'm going to, egg rolls is what I'm thinking of. Obviously, he's had many, many <laughs> egg rolls in his life, but say it was new, say he was new to it, and he tr goes to a restaurant, he tries an egg roll, and he's like, oh, I don't like this egg roll. His rule is, I'm going to try it three different times. Maybe I'll go back to that same restaurant. Maybe they're having an off day. Maybe it was whatever the team was. Maybe I'll try it at another restaurant. And if I still don't like it, this other restaurant, or I try it at three different restaurants and I still don't like this food, then okay, maybe I don't actually like egg rolls. But to base it on one restaurant, just maybe the way they prepare it. And same thing with copywriting. It might be the people that you're working with on the team. Just because you work with a tech company and you're like, oh, this was not a great experience. It doesn't mean every single tech company in the world is going to be the same. Um, so really, as you think through, even especially when you're first starting out, but even as you go along, writing for each project and each client you work with, what do you actually enjoy about that client? What don't you enjoy about working with that client? And for anything you don't enjoy, what do you have control of that you could potentially change to make that relationship a better working relationship for you? Or are there elements of it that you just truly, I can't change this and this is something related to the industry or related to the medium that you just simply do not like? Um, and be very, very careful of with these things of just because it was a challenge saying, I don't like it. Because it can be very, very easy to have a project that pushed you outside your comfort zone that made you think a little harder, that actually made you a better copywriter and then you say, oh, I don't want to do that again because it was too much work. Be very careful of that because as you do it more, you might get better at it. And it might just be you're facing some discomfort versus I never want to do this again in my life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, and I think something I do want to make sure that people are aware of too is that you can focus on a certain mm -hmm. type of client or you can focus on a, a certain type of work without choosing a niche. Mm -hmm. You know, if you say, for example, oh, I really want to work with fashion companies, or I really want to work with tech companies, or, or I really want to do a lot of email funnels or whatever, you can focus your pitches mm -hmm. in that direction without making an official, this is my niche statement. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. And then that way too, you, you get to do that work but if anybody else, you know, if your your information gets passed along to someone who's outside of that industry or wants to do something else and you're open to doing that work, they're not going to come to your website and be like, oh, they don't do it and then not get mm -hmm. in touch with you. So you don't have to. And this is part of the reason why Kate and I have never chosen niches because we like the variety, but you don't have to choose a niche in order to focus who you, you pitch to or mm -hmm. focus to whom you pitch, focus on the, all kinds of grammar problems with that statement, but I think you guys are understanding what I'm saying. You can't, you know, and you can change it up by day too. You know, you could say, all right, Monday, I'm going to pitch a bunch mm -hmm. of fashion companies. Tuesday, I'm going to pitch a bunch of tech companies. Wednesday, I'm going to pitch. And however, however you want to do that. Mm -hmm. But um, you don't have to choose a niche in order to get more clients of the type that you want. Yeah. 
That's a great point. I feel like some of I mean, my I have a lot of experience in higher education. I worked in house at a, a college, and inevitably a lot of my connections and network stayed in that realm. And so then I got other clients in that network, and I just I happen to like it, and I happen to get more work in it. But I never tailored my website to say this is my this is all that I do. Um, and so people know though clients that I've worked with, hey, she's a great copywriter. Oh, and she happens to have expertise in higher education which is great for those clients. But then, you know, we always say as you're starting out, you are the copywriting expert. You don't have to be an expert in whatever it is that your client does. So using my example, if I go to another higher education institute that I've never worked with, yeah, I, I have some understanding that other people might not just from having worked with, with institutions before, but their voice is going to be completely different. I'm still learning all new things about every client. I, the background knowledge is certainly not going to hurt me, but they're still always new, you're approaching it fresh with each new client and you want to have a new take on it. Um, for me being in a niche, 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 uh, doing too much work in a specific realm, uh, it honestly, I start to feel like, Ooh, I just use that for another client. What take can I do on this one? So it can be hard to get outside and not just recycle the same lines that you've used for a different client. But again, that's why learning about that specific client and what makes them different is so, so, so important. Well, and you know, the thing is, one of the things that we talk about is when you're working in a bunch of different industries and doing a bunch of different types of projects, you're seeing all kinds of things that are going on in these industries and new strategies and new techniques and new ways of approaching things that you can bring to your clients in other industries and and share these techniques, which obviously makes you even more of that copywriting expert. Um, but it also keeps you fresh, you know, learning new things in other industries. It, it keeps you fresher and and continuing your general education as a professional. And that is, it's very, very important. Yeah. Yeah. And being around different just inevitably people in different industries, different brains, different more, the more people you're around and absorbing information for, from you, the more that you can apply that to your, your future projects. Mm -hmm. It only helps you grow and learn, learn mm -hmm. more. I feel like if you're focused so narrowly, it's then hard to pop outside of that. So if you do choose a niche, I would recommend, you know, still consuming information, that's outside of your niche just so that you're keeping yourself up to date and can apply insights from other, other, other industries. Absolutely. Well, and one of the things, the, the, the crux of our conversation today is about you choosing a niche because you really, really like it. Mm -hmm. This is the industry that you really, really like. And this is the, the type of work that you really, really like to do. If that's the case, awesome. What I would strongly advise against is choosing a niche for the reason that a lot of the, mm. a lot of people will say, you have to choose a niche. Mm -hmm. Um, because, oh, people only want a copywriter who are an expert in mm -hmm. writing for, online health coaches, or people only want a copywriter who's an expert in writing email funnels or, and I can tell you as someone who's been doing this for 20 years, working with clients of all sizes, multi-billion all the way down and, and all sizes, uh, as well as being friends with a lot of different business owners, that is not true. People do not care if you are an expert in their industry. They do not care. What they care is what they care about is the fact that you are an expert at copywriting mm -hmm. and that you have the ability to 
take their voice and run with it. And that mm-hmm. can be another problem with choosing a niche is you can, it can be, if you write for a bunch of health coaches, then all the language can start to sound exactly the same. And the great thing about not having a niche is your portfolio has a bunch of different projects and a bunch of different voices and a bunch, which t- demonstrates to any client that you are skilled and flexible and able to learn a voice and, and hit the ground running with any kind of project. And that is what clients care about. They don't, to Kate's point, a health coach does not need you to be an expert in the health coach industry. That's their job. Mm -hmm. They need you to be an expert in copywriting so that when the two of you come together and they talk about what they want to do, you can say, okay, that's a great idea. Here's how I think we could do this. And here's, here's, here's a message I think that we should pull out. And here's all of that kind of thing. Clients do not need you to be and they're not going to pay more for as someone who is an, an expert in, in one type of, in one industry, or on that, this other side of that same coin, an expert in one type of, right, well, I only do email funnels, but I'm an expert mm-hmm. in email funnels. Okay, that's great, but it's going to be a very rare client who only wants an email funnel. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and it'd be like, all right, if you're buying a house, right? Or excuse me, you're building a house and you need bathrooms done. You have you have done well for yourself. You're building a nice, beautiful house, got three bathrooms, fantastic. And you bring in a plumber and you say, okay, I have three bathrooms. Talk to me this through. And he'd say, Great. I can help you with only one of the bathrooms because I'm an expert in powder rooms. That is what I do. I do it insanely well. I'm an expert in powder rooms. You wouldn't hire this guy because you don't just need a powder room. You need all of your plumbing done. And it's it would be an incredibly rare scenario. And also too, because any, any element of work that we do touches all kinds of other elements as well. And yes, it yeah, is nothing's possible. in a vacuum. Exactly. It's possible that a client may bring you in to do just an email funnel. Absolutely. But if they then go, oh, I, you know what, this, this project went really well. I should have them take a look at my sales page and, oh, I should have them do my nurturing sequence. And then, oh, I should have them do my Facebook and Instagram ads because that's how it all leads into there. You don't want to be the copywriter who says, oh yeah, I don't do that. I just do email funnels. And then yeah. two, if you are perpetually going to be like, well, okay, for this client, I'll do this. And well, okay, for this client, I'll also do this. And then what's the point of being an email funnel expert anyway. Uh, it's you are artificially limiting your clearly I'm not generally pro niche unless it is something you are sure that you love. If you are madly in love with an industry, you don't even want to think about anything else. Okay, great. It's your career, you decide or madly in love with a medium, but even still just think it through carefully before you make the decision. And again, it's not set in stone, of course, but it's going to be a real pain to make this, make this narrow yourself and narrow everything down to a niche. And then again, six months later, when you go, oh, actually, I don't think I want to do this. Then you have to go back and change it all over when it's just, it's not necessary from a career perspective, from Mm -hmm. a personal perspective. If it's something that you love, then absolutely go for it. Fully support that. But if you're doing it because you think it's going to make you more distinctive or you think it's going to attract more clients to you or you think clients are going to close faster, 
it's not true and it's it's not necessary. In fact, most clients are going to be more impressed with a, a wide variety of projects in your portfolio than with just projects for one type of client or one type of project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there are a couple of points to underscore there. One, how much of a pain in the butt the hiring process is. Clients don't want to have to hire multiple copyright. Yes, they will if they need multiple people to do. They have the volume of work that requires it. But in terms of they really could hire one person and they can't give that person all the work just because they artificially don't do something, then that gets a little tricky. The other thing is too, having a broad portfolio shows shows your process. I think something copywriters forget is it's not just about what you're writing, but it's about demonstrating your strategic thinking and how you approach things. And if a client knows that you can, you have a broad range of experience, they know that you're coming with a lot of expertise and that they, they're going to have just a, a more, more to tap into in your, in your brain because you have just more knowledge and more insight about the industry as a whole. And by industry, I just mean marketing, copywriting, um, not whatever industry you might choose to niche in. The other thing is, I think money comes into this a lot, and there's a lot of assumptions made about what's a high value niche. You know, financial industry got to be high value or healthcare. Yes, maybe some of these companies, but there's also a lot of companies outside of high ticket niches that have plenty of money and can afford your rates. So this goes back, we always say don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. Uh, there's plenty of work in many, many, so many industries that can help you hit your financial goals, whatever they may be. And you do not have to choose a niche to hit your financial goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. If, you, if you're going into it going, all right, what's the industry that's going to pay me the most money? Almost any of them mm-hmm. will pay you an excellent, an excellent rate. And the easier way than to try to choose one industry and get as much money as you can out of that industry is to work with a bunch of different industries. So you're not limited to that one industry. And then take on higher paying clients in in all of those different industries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point, Kate. Thank you. Well, and I think we mentioned this at some point, but as everyone knows, 2020, things happened. There were certain industries that were hit real hard. And both Nikki and I know a lot of people in the travel industry that, you know, kind of niched in that realm. And obviously 2020 was not a year of travel. Uh, so if you do put all your eggs in a niche basket, obviously you do have the tools to pick up work elsewhere. Um, but obviously it's a harder scramble to change, change your website over, get things set up and ready to go. So if you do choose a niche, you might consider, you know, depending it's a pain in the butt to have two websites, but you might have one that is your broad copywriting portfolio. And you might have one that is your specific tailored to whatever niche you choose that you could have both websites going on at the same time. Yeah. I mean, if you ask me, and I think ask Kate as well, what a pain yep. and totally unnecessary. Um, but that's to Kate's point. You know, if you are, if you, the longer you're in a niche too, the harder it is to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Because if you've been in a niche for two or three years and you want to switch, 
all of your samples for the past two or three years mm -hmm. are for that niche. So it's it's going to be, and which is a good rule, never ever throw away your samples. Yeah. Make sure you have them saved have in a cloud. Everything from back to 2009, folks. Yes. Like you never know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Save everything. Um, but your most recent samples are going to be just in, in that niche. Um, save all of your samples, of course, but just, I guess the 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 moral of the story is, think carefully before you make mm -hmm. this decision, because again, it's not necessary. You can have a very lucrative career, um, as Kate and I can ob obviously tell you, very lucrative career as a copywriter without ever choosing a niche. I don't care what anybody else out there is saying. Um, it's it's a convenient thing to say. You know, the the riches are in the niches. That's that's really fun to say. But just because something rhymes does not mean that it's true. And especially for copywriters, that depth and breadth of experience is what helps you become a higher and higher and higher paid copywriter. Okay, so that is what we have for you today. Again, your career. So you are absolutely welcome, of course, to do whatever it is that you feel called to do. But as your, your coaches, your podcast coaches, or if you're in us with the CCA, your copy coaches, we want to make sure that you understand all of the different considerations to when you decide to choose a niche or when you decide to not choose a niche and just explore all of the wonderful opportunities that are out there. So we hope that this has given you something to think about, maybe given you some information and, and made you question a few things that you've been hearing. Uh, and of course, with that, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.